We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Friday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It can only mean one thing. We take you into the weekend with a Reardon Roundtable. Jane Duker, good afternoon. Hola. I should say hi to Sue as well. Sue's here. Hi, Sue. Hi. How are you? Fine, thank you. Happy Friday on a very chilly Friday afternoon. It's finally winter in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. No kid. We've been going back and forth. It wasn't too really that bad because we've had those days mixed in that are warm, but the last couple of days have felt brutal. Uh, State Senator, I can say this now, State Senator Nick Shore is with us this afternoon. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. We had uh, five inches of snow in Jeff City yesterday. I I heard that. It was amazing. It looked beautiful. The Capitol looked beautiful. It did. It really uh, did. Former State Senator Jeff Smith is also with us this afternoon. Jeff, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming in. Um, let me just, I'll just play this. Let's just get started with this here this afternoon. We're right into it here. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. Jane, that's how Peter Ducey framed the question to uh, KJP. How you love anyone... coming to me first. <laughs> I, can... You know what? Let's bring it. I, I, I knew this would happen. Um, no, look, I, I, I say the same thing I said with Trump. Don't bring the classified documents home. Just don't. Okay? Like, real simple. They, they provide you this beautiful White House. You know what I mean? With plenty of room for documents and you have your own rooms. Leave the documents there. That but being but said, Jane, I mean, in fairness, it was in the garage with his Corvette. So isn't that good enough? No, it just makes him cooler. <laughs> um, it's not Mar-a-Lago. It's Car-a-Lago. And so, um, but, you know, look, it, there's a little bit of a difference when they self-report and they also promptly return the documents and they appoint a special prosecutor to make well, sure. he had to. Right. I mean, didn't have any choice. Well, and a special point. prosecutor was appointed for Trump. I think it was, what, on the 18th? This was days after the Biden administration already knew, when Mayor Garland already knew that these documents were obtained, one of the batches of documents from Penn Biden. So why wasn't a special prosecutor sent out to investigate that either? I mean, it took Trump a year to give the documents back. I think that's far different than what Biden did. But, but look, 
I am not going to sit up here and say this is great. This is not great. It's, it's an not episode okay. Of the Twilight Zone. And I'm like, dude, like you know, you, <laughs> this has been a major issue with Trump. Like, wow, you know. So, all right, Jeff, jump in here. And the Garage Corvette thing. answer Come on, that I gave hear me the cringes. Yeah, that gave me cringes. So, I admit it. Yeah, I mean, first of all, you know, watching my my good Republican friends absorb this news is been a lot like watching my kids run downstairs on Christmas morning, you know? Yes. Um, so that's been kind of <laughs> fun to there's watch. There's been a bit of glee this week. Yeah, I, I'm a, not going to A lot of glee. That. And it's understandable, given the soundbite that you played with right. Biden. You know, I don't have a lot to add to what Jane said. I, I just think it's, you know, you can believe, you can hold different things in your mind at the same time. Number one, Biden shouldn't have done it, and whoever was responsible, whatever people packed up the stuff, it was a mistake, and they shouldn't have done it. It's wrong. Number two, Merrick Garland made the right decision to immediately appoint a special yes. prosecutor, especially someone who had been appointed by Trump. I think that was a smart decision. Yes. But number three, it's not the same as what Trump did because Trump lied about, the, you know, having the documents stonewalled for a year. and Said you know, he declassified said them. Said he declassified them just by thinking about them. Um, you know, there was a whole year worth to get to that search at Mar-a-Lago of his obst- obstructive activity. And that really... Uh, changes things versus immediately surrendering what you have and bringing it to light yourself, which right. Biden did. So none of it's good, but they're but they are. But different. in the eyes of the law, I mean, obstruction—that's a different question, obviously. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, in the he eyes shouldn't of the have done law, it. So, then, but yeah. let's let's. If you kinda... kill somebody, you can't say, "Well, look, I just killed someone. Here's the body, but I, I'm reporting it myself, so I'm innocent, right?" So you're right about that. Well, but, but I want to talk. Let's talk about the political implications here, because the special prosecutor is going to do their job. I'm going to admit there are differences in this, and and if I'm being honest, there's hypocrisy on both sides. Here. Right. There were people Correct. that looked the other way when Trump, mm-hmm. you know, had this go on. That I can play the sound bites, mm-hmm. and then the same things happening with the Democrats and stuff like that drives me nuts. You right. know, because I think we need to be consistent. But look. There are people out there who are already saying this is the deep state. It's the DNC that leaked this. They want this because they want Biden out of the race. Did you see and that congressman, Hank Johnson? I had, have the oh, soundbite. Yeah. Okay. He, he said he yeah, Guam was going to be underwater. He thinks that it was maybe. By the way, he's he's saying Hank Johnson saying that maybe these things were uh, planted when tr- Biden has admitted that he had them and he handed yeah. them over. But there are implications. I mean, what does this mean for 2024? Potentially you've got two guys that you know had documents at their home, neither of which should probably be running for president right now. Yeah, I mean, what does it mean for 2024? The first thing it means is DOJ is not going to charge Trump on anything related to these documents, uh, to, to the documents in Mar-a-Lago. I think it's very almost impossible oh for them to do that at this point. So it's probably good for Trump. Second person it's good for or group of people it's good for are like Gavin Newsom and Governor Pritzker and anyone else. Michelle Obama. <laughs> yeah, Michelle Obama's not going to come back into public life. But, but there's definitely... More of an opening than there was a week ago. Sort of. I mean, I don't know that. I mean, look, the the people who say that Biden shouldn't run are the same people who think Biden shouldn't run anyway. I mean, do I think that that whether I don't think this has an effect on whether Biden is running or not. I really don't. But um, I mean, even if you take this out, I feel the same way Jeff did about these other possible candidates before the even the document issue. I mean, I I think people are I think people on both sides are sort of ready for a new generation. I think people in their 80s like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not an ageist, but, I, you know, I think people are looking for some younger blood. I hate to say it, but I, I do. And I, I, think, I love my parents. I think they're maybe even listening right now, but I wouldn't want either one of them to be in the White House. Right. 
And that's okay. I love the fact that she had to catch that just now. Right. Sure, with I'm not an ageist. I thought you were. Yeah, I did too, Jane. Well, yeah. I'm old, so that's why I can't be an ageist now. <laughs> now, I, I, when I was younger, I was certainly an ageist. Oh, my but now goodness. that I'm getting older, I'm starting to realize. Well, maybe I don't want to go down this path. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, you, you know, I, there's already challenges for Joe Biden running the age, yeah. the, the, the just the competency. And so Trump this, too. This is and not going to help. Right. right. Both, both of them. Both so of them. I, I think the, Gavin Newsom probably was looking his chops this a little bit. But let's go back a week because there has been a lot of things that have happened in the last week. And if we were here, well, we were here, Jane, you and I were here a week ago. And what we thought when we left the roundtable a week ago Friday is that on that 14th vote, because they had number 13 mm-hmm. in the afternoon, they get to Friday night, they're going to reconvene uh, eight o'clock. They're going to vote. McCarthy's going to be speaker. Didn't happen that way. 14th vote happens. He doesn't get the votes. They they have a motion to adjourn. So it looks like they're going home. But then something happens and they get the vote. Number 15, McCarthy is in the chair. Nick, I'm going to start with you. State Senator Nick Shore, uh, was, was this a bad thing for Republicans and Kevin McCarthy to have this kind of play out the way that it did? I think initially a lot of people uh, looked at it kind of flabbergasted that we didn't have the red wave, number one. And then when you see the House wasn't in order like the Democrats have, I mean, you just have a line of, of succession. Like Nancy Pelosi said, to find out what's in it, we got to pass it first. And they just jump in line. That's one good thing about the Democrats is this teamwork mentality. But then when you started looking sure at... feel that way. <laughs> but, but then when you look at what the Republicans got, what the conservatives got, what the, the Freedom Caucus got, it kind of makes sense. Like, nobody really wants a uh, a bill that's not single subject. You you need 72 hours to look at a lot of the stuff, especially if it's 4,000 pages like the $1.3 or $1.7 trillion budget bill was. So a lot of good things came out of it, especially this church-style committee that Thomas Massey is going to sit on uh, to investigate all of this stuff that we're seeing coming out of the social media, the the deep state, so to speak, or uh, bureaucrats working with social media to kind of shield things and push out propaganda. I think in the end, uh, the people, when you see the writing on the wall and you see the scoreboard, it was good for Republicans. Jeff Smith, thoughts on that battle? Yeah, so um, I will confess my uh, unpopular opinion among some Democrats, which is that I think there were some good things that the 20 holdouts were trying to get done. I think that's true both procedurally and substantively. Procedurally, it's not good for the House of Representatives to vest all of its power in the speaker and and the floor leader. Like, it should be, you know, we elect 435 people to go up there, and they should all have a say. So we should have an open amendment process that allows regular order and more people to have an input uh, on budget bills and on everything they do, especially on budget bills. Then, substantively, but related to that on the budget, Look, one of the, you know, when I first met you almost 20 years ago when I ran, uh, I cared about the national debt because it's a huge tax on children and people who haven't even been born yet, right? Because they're yeah. going to pay yeah. off all the debt that boomers are accumulating. And that was when there was $5.5 trillion of it. Now there's almost six times that much. So the fact that, you know, the holdouts want, I, I don't want to take the country off the ledge, but calling attention to runaway deficit spending, you know, trillions of do- one to two it, trillion dollars it, which, a year. Which, by the way, Republicans have been responsible for as well. Absolutely. Right. Yes. It's a bipartisan yes. problem. Absolutely. There's yeah, hypocrisy in both parties. Just as bad under Trump as, as it was under any Democrats. Um, but I think that, you know, we're, we're about to have this big debt ceiling debate. That'll be the next, next big policy debate in the country. And I'm hopeful that... Um, Number one, common sense can prevail and we don't risk the full faith and credit of the United States on this, but also that the holdouts drawing attention to this are going to get, or make some Democrats uh, in Washington, D.C. say, you know what, 
we actually have to pay attention to this. We can't keep spending. I like wish this that were a bipartisan so. issue. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the debt is only an issue for the party, not in power. Always. Yeah, and, it, it, and it just gets exhausting. And, you know, we just, you know, in Missouri, we're required to balance the budget. I mean, and we live like that. And, I, you know, I, but, I don't by know the way, why. I'm, I've always been a person, at least in recent times, and this is one of the things that I would probably have a point of disagreement with on with Ann Wagner or maybe some of the others, because I'm not saying, and I know that this is a constitutional responsibility, the nation's defense, but I still think you got to look at some of this defense spending as well and not just say, oh, well, it's it's for the... Well, I mean, Jim Jordan even made a good point, which I, I typically am of the mindset that, yeah, look, we can pull from all of these other areas... And then look at mil- military last, especially when we've got this influx of illegal immigration coming in. But it shouldn't be off in. the table. That's, no, it shouldn't that's be off the, the table, problem. especially when we're seeing all of this money going to pushing woke policies, especially in our military. And our military has been weakened by some of these things like the vaccine mandate. So, yeah, it shouldn't be off the table. And I think finally you have some of these Republicans like Jim Jordan saying, look, everything, everything should be on the table when we're going to cut uh, misuse of our tax dollars. Yeah, I mean, I just wish it was more bipartisan. I think it could be. I think, you know, I think that and immigration reform ought to be bipartisan. Yeah, right. we'll t- and we'll talk and about the uh, we'll talk about the border here in just a second. Let me just touch base before we get out of the first segment on a couple of things. Uh, this is huge for Jason Smith, who opted out of the Senate race, and he uh, had competition. It was certainly not a, a gimme. Congressman Smith is the new chair of House Ways and Means. That is a very powerful. That's the Tax Writing Committee. Congresswoman Wagner also gets a nice assignment uh, as the new Finance Subcommittee chair. So good things from Missouri out of that. Let me shift a little bit to uh, the legislature and this. What was this goofy thing on your former? chamber with the rules in the house about the dress code nick can you help me out with that look i am just happy that the guy that everybody said was the problem in the house which is me (laughs) i went over into the senate and got our rules done within minutes yeah and they were arguing about sleeves on women uh, you the know, right I, to bear was, arms. I mean, that the was, right yeah, to bear arms. <laughs> that whole thing was just. And by the way, and I, I've, I've pointed this out yesterday, but you, I can make a case for if you look at the two women that were going back and forth. Kelly was one of them, and then who was the Democrat? Do you know, Jane? Um, there are a few. Ashley yeah. Owney. Yeah. And, that's her. Ashley yeah. Owney. Uh, let me say this with all due respect, but Ashley and. Kelly, what's her first name? Ann. Ann Kelly. You both need to learn how to dress, because I saw you on the video. You don't know. You didn't look professional. You look like crap with what you were wearing in your pantsuit, so let's look no, what better anyway. Quality. I don't let's care all if you put a suit and tie on. But, and by the way, I, men don't know how to dress either. Oh, I'm right. sure there's a lot of legislators that That's look terrible. That's just it. We should shut up about clothes and get some work done. All right. I'm with Sue. There we there go. You go. 100%. Gonna bring us home. Hang on. We're out of the first segment of the roundtable. Back with more in a moment. Hang in there. It's a Friday. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.